Hello everyone, this is Bobbin Threadbear, and welcome back to Fighting in Harmony, a Lancer campaign. Where we last left off, the vanguard of a revolution explored the depths of their own souls and of the island Alto, using the advice and expertise of Alan's brother, Jeremy, to get into the interior safely without being followed or noticed. There you met the de facto leader of the underground, known as Jack Killjoy Montassi, a former school teacher turned caretaker for the lost, shall we say. Montassi was happy to hear that you would be able to supply the underground with additional supplies, but distressed by the idea of getting involved in yet another rebellion against the harmonic hegemony. Thus, he was also assured when you told him that he would be playing more of a rearguard role. However, you have other business to attend to on Alto, and so Killjoy directed you to a more aggressive member of the underground, leader of the underground, one Marina Roughhouse Baker from Ridgefall. Roughhouse was quite happy to hear that you would be taking a more active role against the hegemony, and in particular against the Mud Kickers, whose leadership you hope to decapitate. Step one of that is to draw out some of the Mud Kickers, and to do that you've come up with the idea of essentially hijacking a hostage situation, a staged hostage situation that is performed for the entertainment of the treble elites who have their summer homes along the coast of Alto. In particular, she pointed you to the next individual who has arranged for this entertainment, one Ford Metalford, who is accompanied by his wife, Millie, and his mistress, Mandy. And in the interest of Moving things along, we start in media res. You are inside the summer home. You're wearing your usual civilian clothes, but each of you has a patch, a unit patch that would indicate that you are members of the mud kickers. You have been warmly invited in by Ford Metal Ford, and you are currently standing a bit dazed by how easy this went in the middle of his living room. And I should add, Aria, in the time between sessions, you have landed on Alto, you have reconvened with the rest of the Vanguard, but you were not able to say anything about uh, what you learned because everyone was very busy at, at that particular moment, and now you are here slightly more lost than usual. Hmm. And that's saying something. I would say that at some point I noticed that Arya looks a bit distracted, so I offer her some stims, because they always cheer me up. Oh my god. like you're having a bad time. <laughs> Do you like some drugs? Yeah, exactly! <laughs> Show business, baby. It seems like you're feeling kind of down. Would you like some uppers? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, 
Don't worry about the insomnia. That's what the downers are for. <laughs> they work better with the sleep deprivation pods, but we haven't had one of those in months. Don't mix them. Bad times. Uh, Ari would probably politely decline. I, Colin, I know what you meant, but you just said sleep deprivation pod. Oh, yeah. Sensory deprivation pod. <laughs> Sensory deprivation God, pod. that sounds like hell. So there's like a lot of popular products of caffeinated alcohol coming. That's been out like Four Loco was one. If you've Ugh. never had those, it puts you into an ex it puts you into an, a state that I can only describe as existing really hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It is unpleasant. Well, anyway, I just want to thank you all for uh, agreeing to this. I mean, I've been on that waiting list for over a year, and none of the strings I could pull could get me any closer to the date, but here it's finally come. Thank y'all for indulging an old man. Anytime, Mr. Metaford. I was going to say, who's going to be the face of this one? And uh, it's apparently decided. It's always Colin. It's I'm the face of the group. I am exclusively built for 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 talking situations. I just like the iron. You know, I'm really good at talking situations. It just reminded me I'm missing the Royal Rumble. Oh no. Cancel the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, this over here is the light of my life, Maddie. Howdy, y'all. And uh, upstairs in the master bedroom, my wife, Millie, that's where you'll find her. Oh. I should say that's uh, where we should leave her. Uh, she does like her quiet, peace and quiet, and uh, we like to give it to her, don't we, dear? Sure do, hon. Of course. Wouldn't dream of... What's going on? Just roll with it. Well, anyway, so uh, I've been wondering about this. Uh, how much in-depth does the hostage phase take? Like, are, are we going to get like a show straight away? Are you going to tie us up on some chairs or something? Something like that, I believe. Uh, we've... I, I assume, as a group, we have talked about a plan to kidnap these people. We try to personalize each and every one of these, and we don't really like to discuss it with the uh, actors beforehand. There we Spoil go. Spoil the surprise. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll basically say that. I will say we jumped past the planning phase, so if there's any flashbacks you think are appropriate, feel free to use them. I just imagine, I can just only imagine Connor, just the most violent way possible, just like we hit him in the back of the head with a gu gun, knock him out, and drag, drag him out of there. Everybody's just looking at him like he's a fucking psychopath. No, that would be Johnny. Johnny's just having a flashback to that one guy's day. Actually, I'm surprised Johnny didn't suggest that. You should be in school. In school. In school. <laughs> That's why Johnny's not suggesting it. He's just like a thousand yards staring in the corner. Lisa hates braces. <laughs> Dental plan. Moving on before we just start quoting Simpsons at each other. Yeah. Hold on. Your call sign is just sword. Hell yeah. Anyway, uh, so I I tell uh, Ford Middleford the thing that Ape said earlier where uh, we per we personalize each one we try not to discuss it too much with the actors ahead of time you'll know it when it's happening 
Oh, sure, sure. I, I know I'm talking to professionals here. Dalton. Johnny's still low a thousand yards staring in the corner while he says that. Dalton. I'm just standing quietly. What's going on? <laughs> just roll with it. What's going on? <laughs> you know what's going on. I mean, you've been here. Uh, well, I, I do gotta ask, uh, but when do you expect the fireworks to start? Because, uh, well, it's the best part of the show, ain't it, dear? Yo, that's right, dear. Well, it's the whole reason we showed up to see giant mechs fighting each other. Mine's not that big. Well, there'll be fireworks. All the fireworks she could ever want. I'm trying to think of response um no i like that that's just johnny says that uh, yeah just before johnny. you can get anything else <laughs> well holy that sounds like a damn good time time of your life well i suppose it ain't supposed to be happening uh immediately so how about i show you guys some good old-fashioned triple hospitality uh dear get the beers open on it we can't stay too long. We do have to get set up, but I won't say no to freebie. Connor just like sort of also gets a thousand y- yards stare because to him, treble hospitality does not equal beer. It equals a margarita. There's the Belize. Worth underlining that treble is the largest continent on the planet. So. Uh... Oh no, I I know they're they're from different parts of treble. So no, that's, but it's... I'm, I'm letting everyone understand oh, okay. why. Okay. Well, I'm from Treble, and I've never heard of Treble Hospitality. <laughs> Am I from Treble? I've certainly never heard of Treble Hospitality. It's a tenor expression. Or if you have, you had a very different idea of it. Sorry. Yeah, see, I said we had to move on, and we just start quoting Simpsons at each other. <laughs> That's the BS. All right. So Ford Metal Ford here is happy to uh, be a good host to all of you hostage takers. And uh, aside from that, you you basically do just have to sit down and wait until either the real hostage takers show up and find out that something's wrong, or the, uh, the hostage fighters uh, make their appearance. Either way, it's going to be uh, one group or the other. You, expect that they won't arrive at the same time. I'd like to take this moment to admit I'm a little bit confused on what exactly we're doing here. As I recall, the idea was to get hold of some mud kicker mechs or personnel in order to extract information from them and get an easier way into the mercenary compound they come from. Okay. I think what we need is another flashback. So Johnny has a flashback to the time that Ford Metaphor gave him a beer. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> so like the flashback is literally just you standing in the same spot and then Ford Metaphor comes up with a beer bottle that you take and flash and now it's forward in time and the bottle is mostly empty. Mm. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Connor misses his sensory deprivation pod. How many times will Colin say that phrase this session? I think that's the last time. Well, one. Yeah. 
This episode is actually going to be called the Sensory Deprivation Pod. No. Episode title. Well, unless you had anything else you wanted to do to prepare or flash back to, you are alerted by Demu through a uh, voiceless communication that a group of mechs has been spotted approaching your position. The residence you're on has been built onto a rather steep hill abutting some mountains. And so they are approaching from below, as that is the only place you can approach this place from without flying. I'm just going to, like, nudge Johnny and says, show's starting. Finally. <laughs> it's, it's finally time. Yep. Let's do this. Let's fucking go! All right. Doing it and going. Now, where are we on this giant map? There we are. No? Top right corner. Not... There we are. There we are. I'm tiny. Yes, you are. At least I'm in the front. Yours in particular has a dotted line instead of the solid line to indicate that you are half-sized. Yeah! For reference, we are looking at a giant waterfall down into a forested plain. The PCs, starting with the height advantage, are on one of the rocks abutting the waterfall. The opposing force, located in the bottom left corner of the map, is uh, approaching from the forested plain along the, uh, the course of the river. What you see is, in uh, game terms, one Goliath, one Ace, one Hive, and two Operators. And you'll never guess which one out of the four one-sized mechs and the one three-sized mech is the Goliath. That's a big boy! I get it. That's a thick-ass boy. Dips on the big guy. That is a large robot. Dips. I think if we let you try and solo the big guy, you will die. Fucking dips. <laughs> Mac envy. Sorry. All right. No, no, it's appropriate. I've got the turn order out. And it's been a while since we played the mech side of Lancer. So just as a refresher, turn order is decided by the players, essentially. And it always goes PC, NPC, alternating. PCs decide their own turns. I decide the NPC turns. And you may notice that there is a set of six NPC turns, even though there are five mechs. This is because one of the mechs is an elite and gets two turns. Gee, I wonder which one. I'm not going to say which one gets two turns. Tips. Hmm. My bet is it's this little yellow one down here. Yeah, the stone slab that you are currently on is your starting location. You can feel free to maneuver however you wish on that slab, forward or back. Just uh, don't fall off or climb up from it. Uh, who's this one? That's Ape, I believe. That's Ape, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah, can I be there? Yeah, if you want, I can be wherever the fuck I want to be. Just for reference, anyone who, um, anyone who is 
adjacent to me may use me as hard cover. Hard hmm. cover. Thanks. So not even just soft cover. Nope, just straight up hard cover. Can I latch onto you like some sort of fucked up uh, vestigial uh, lamp lantern fish? <laughs> Lamprey would have worked too. Yeah. Um, I mean, you just gotta stay adjacent to me. I don't move very quickly, so. No, no, you, you you're not. You don't understand. Uh, hold on. She's being literal. I am being oh. literal. Oh. The, ro the robot combines. It's it's a combining robot. You're a headmaster. I'm basically, uh, yeah. Oh, you really need to go through and uh, eliminate all those extra line oh. breaks. God. That's fine. No, no, yeah, you can you can attach to me like a fucking lamprey if you want. I'm fine with that. Cool. Where did my character sheet go? Oh, there it is. Okay. I don't know. Where'd you put it? Uh, I hit the plus by accident. The minus by accident. As it is, we are waiting for you guys. It's BC turn. I'm ready to begin. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm ready to go. I'm fine with other people. With someone else going first. Hmm. I haven't immediately said it because I know Namtab's whole gimmick is that he is chomping at the bit to be the first one to go. So I'm just, I am almost certainly going to go first. I'm just trying to see if there's anything I can actually do after moving. Yeah, Namtab's got it. We're 27 away from the Goliath's closest hex. Do you think Colin's mech is the best one for me to land, latch onto? Probably. If you want to be defended, yes. If you want to get anywhere quickly, oh. no. <laughs> I just need to be within 20 squares. I'm being stupid. I've got, I've got boost. Boost is a move. Yeah, you spend half of your action to move a second time. All right. Okay. Uh, I have a genuine question for the characters which one of these needs to die first <laughs> i feel like the big boy is a big distraction so i don't know who needs to die first rather than distraction i would say he's uh probably just going to be something we have to dedicate ourselves to chipping away i'm either at the one that looks like it can fly because that's probably high mobility or the yellow one because that screams like mage that is, that is the geek, the mage target. Yeah, take out Mr. Urban Mac. All right, uh, that's two. Okay, so that's one vote for Fly Guy, one and a half vote for Urban Mac. The other two. One. It's not actually. Well, you, you get it. Okay. I, it's it's a handy way to refer to yeah. it. Uh, yeah, let's geek the mage. Two, okay. Four, five, six. It's not perfect, but. Oh. Uh, anyway, let's. If no Nam one else is objective, then... Flying dude or urban mech? I don't care. Uh, I'm going for the big guy. Alright, then I will, uh, as protocol, activate uh, my core system, which is I gain the mark for death action, and as a free action, I choose a character within range 30, but farther than range 5 to focus on while focusing. You become immobilized and can't take reactions, but you deal bonus weapon damage, blah, 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 on ranged critical hits against them as long as they aren't in cover within ranged five. You may only focus on one character at a time. As... Yeah. So I do that for the little urban mech. I think I'm pretty sure that guy's right at 30. If you're talking about Mark... Oh, I see. You're using Neural Shunt, and then you're spending your action to use Mark for death. Yes. I'm 
immobilized, but I have that dude in my sights. Okay. You're talking about the yellow one? Yes, the yellow one. So that's a full action. Uh, and that's a protocol and a full action. Yeah. And uh, the protocol was to spend your CP, essentially. So you can move yes. before spending Mark for Death. Okay, actually, in that case, I will get myself into a little bit more advantageous position. I don't want to move too far away. Hold on, let me just double check. Let me double check this real quick. Yeah, that would work. I'm going to be over here. Just kind of clinging to the rock. Alright, I will give you this turret status effect to remind us that you cannot move. And... Recall. I'll have to do that next turn, but that'll be fine. I only get one protocol. Or wait, God, I don't remember. It's been so long. You can use as many protocols as you have access to, but they all must be done the first thing on your turn. Okay. Then also as a protocol, I steady aim, which also immobilizes me but gives me uh, plus one accuracy. Well, I did. I did say start of your turn, so before you move even. Yeah. So that's something you'll have to do next round. Uh, okay, it's fine. That doesn't matter. You cannot use reactions while you've got Mark for Death active, so... It's been a while since we've played this game, yeah, guys. At least in the mech portion. Yeah. So let's see. Quick actions. Do I have any quick actions I could do right now? A quick action is half an action. Oh, yeah, that's right. There. You spent your full action on the one thing, so... you. So you're done. I will remember how to do things. I swear to God, I will. That's all right. That's what I'm here for. As it is, it's an NPC turn. And you hear crackling in the radio on an unsecured channel. This is spooky. I've been tagged. I don't think these are our guys. Roger that, spooky. Taking the safeties off. I don't think it's actually like a targeting. I mean, it's... In general... With electronic warfare, when something happens to your mech, in any sense, uh, they know it. Okay. As it is. Fair enough. The ace takes the first NPC turn, and the ace has free flight maneuverability. So, first they're going to uh, move five, and gain to an altitude in the process and then let's see here I just uh, spend half an action to boost move another five gain another two in altitude they've uh, got some pretty clear line of sight on you guys now but then the opposite is also true let me just check distances 20 totally should have focused on that one you guys were dead wrong yeah, 20 hexes. Basically, to any of you, eyes. I figure he's going to go after... The other guy's code name is Spooky. I think you got it right. <laughs> I think we called it correct. Yeah, Yellow Mac is Spooky. Let's see. Uh, yeah, he's 20 away. Any of these matter? Yeah. He's going to spend strafe. He uh, doesn't have anyone to strafe, but it does mean that he gets to move... With using the other half of his action as well. 
not going to gain any more altitude. But uh, yeah, a triple move in order to get closer. PC turn. Again, I'm fine not going quite yet if I can hit him. Someone who's excited to kill something can get, wants to go. I would uh, I would politely request that you let me latch on because uh, I take double damage from everything, basically. I can hit him. Uh, yeah, yeah, go for it. Just before before anyone moves. Well, I have to move in order to hit him. Oh well, yeah, you go. You're fine. You're um. I don't want to be on your mech because you're gonna be like in like in there. I will say that since we, uh, since you approach this battlefield expecting a fight, you can start having already attached yourself. Oh, cool. Then yeah. I'm on uh, on Colin's mech. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that's probably the best candidate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if, I mean, that's you being on me also gives you hard cover. So. Yeah. Okay, Bobbin, how do I account for altitude vis-a-vis -vis my attack ranges? I've been muted. <laughs> yes, you have. Um, I was wondering about that. I was like, Namtab hasn't talked in a while. I've, I've been saying, let me, he's getting closer, he's getting closer, let me get him for a while. Let <laughs> hit him with my sword. You have a melee attack, though, right? So he's got to be in threat range. I've, Please, I have a rocket lock. My primary weapon has a range of 10. But more to the point, before we do anything, Bobbin, these rocks are sort of stacked up, correct? Yeah. Basically, you can consider each stack to be one height. So he is one above us at the moment. Yes, your your stack is three up, he is four hexes up. Alright, so everyone mark yourself as green then. Since actually, I can, I can hit him with my sword from this range. Absolutely. Alright, so Namtab, you're claiming the second PC turn? Cat really wants to do something, though. Uh, I was just saying, like, given the current configuration, I can definitely hit him. But if you're chomping at the bit to go, then go for it. Uh, Johnny would be, but he's also not. He's also not that bad of a team. You go, you go. You called it. All right, sure. That's that's the penalty for me being muted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question: Reasking the question, Bob, and how does altitude distance? Uh, affect my weapon range well uh, one full altitude is effectively one more hex okay. he's 20 away so you would be 21 away one two three four five is here's my current thought on where to stand so it's 10 hexes on the grid so that's 11 hexes okay so I gotta get closer by I move, I've got one more point of movement. Will this will this get me close enough to hit him? Uh, that would drop you down to the next rock down, but if you move to the left instead, that's on the same level. Here? Yes. And that is nine plus one. Alrighty. So let me real quick mark off. Uh, I hate to be that guy, That's, but to do that move cap did just drop down a level to begin with. Well, one thing I should specify is Symbiosis does spend your core point for this mission. You are free to do so, just keep in mind that for future battles, you will not have this ability because you're spending the point now. Oh, I mean, what else costs a core point? 
this. It's just doing it again. Yeah. You don't get another one. If we fight again this mission, you will not be able to use symbiosis if you use it right now. Uh, Then I will. I'm going to hold off then. Fair enough. Kaz, I was saying to do that move, you've dropped down to the blue level. That is also true. Which means you're still 11 away. That's fine. I only need to attack once. Uh, I am going to boost and move one, two, three, four more. And that should put me within attack range. Right. Yeah. Seven plus a difference of three is ten. Praise be. Right on the edge. You did it. We got there. Um, don't believe I get any bonuses to this attack. Uh, I'm not exposed. I'm not in the danger zone. You are not within range three. Oh, this, uh, yeah, you're not within range three, so I don't get Vanguard. Uh, I am going to get Skirmisher two off of this while move two spaces after I attack. That requires me first to attack. So let's attack. How about a critical hit? 21. Nice. All right. So I just roll that D3 again, just to see if I can maximize damage. Yep. I can. Hey, you can. there we go. Pretty nice. Uh, five energy damage, bypass all armor. All right. Unfortunately, he performs a barrel roll and you miss. Bitch. It's called an Aileron. And he also moves six. Oh, he got closer. He did. What an idiot. Oh, uh, well, he can't beat the shit out of us without getting closer. What a fucking moron. I'm <laughs> <laughs> going next. No, I'm, I'm, going, I'm definitely going next. He's not quite in sorting range. Oh, he's in range. That attack costs me two heat. So let me tick that up real quick. And I'm going to move two spaces back towards my friends. All right. And that's a movement boost skirmish. And that's it. Yep. I should specify that climbing up one of these uh, levels costs two movement, but jumping down does not. And NPC turn. Ace is going to take his second action. And first thing he's going to do is try and get back his barrel roll. Does not. Found the bitch that does two moves. So he's be so disappointed in him. Is he taking any heat for being flying? No, Ace does not specify that they take heat from their flight system, so they don't. It's fully integrated on their mech. Fair enough. Not just something strapped onto the back. That's a free action. So first thing the Ace is going to do is move one, two, three, four, five, uh, directly over the uh, Dalton's mech. And he is going to drop a bomb. So, let's see here. Uh, 
must succeed at an agility save against a, let's see, where's the target number? 10. All right. I don't. All right. You take six explosive damage and are knocked prone. 7. And that was just his movement. So now he's actually going to fire his missile launcher. Oh, good. He's going to target the back right corner of uh, Oh no. Connor's mech. So that's going to take three of you. Okay, the two allies adjacent to me uh, have hard cover. They do. That means I have two difficulty I do not get that. It just it specifies my allies, not me. Yep. But yeah, he is seven, eight hexes away. And uh, it has a blast radius of one, so that hits all three of you. And so this is going to be one attack three times. And let's see if I got this written out right. Okay, I forgot the plus one that he has. So that's only a minus one to hit. Okay, is that to me, or is that to... No, this is with the difficulty dice. Okay. So, that was to the goblin first. Okay. Uh, what do I roll? You roll nothing. I missed. Oh, good. Whew. Alright, uh, this one is against Alan's mech. Nine. Uh, what am I checking against here? Evasion. Evasion? Oh, uh, let me see... Oh, uh, 12. So, no. Ooh. I am nimble. All right. And last one is against the Gorgon. No penalty. Oof. Uh, no, that misses. That Yeah, that hits. <laughs> That's a definite hit. I mean, it, it, it could have. You saw the barrel roll. Yeah. All right. And damage dealt is four. That's not bad. I have 15 hull, so, or health. No, I have 17 health because I have uh, personalizations. So I'm going to fix that real quick. I should have specified this is targeting E-defense, not evasion, because the missiles are smart. Oh, my E-defense? Oh, no, never mind. Oh, is that true for all of us? All of you, yeah. Oh, well, mine's still nine, so. Well, yeah, no, it doubled. It extra doesn't hit. Mine does still get hit, but my E-defense is much better than my... Uh, yeah, my E-defense is 9, so that ties. Yeah. Tie goes to the roller. Cool. You need to meet or beat the target listed. So, um... I don't have any armor, so that... I just take all four. It's fine. Alright, but yes, Alan, you have taken that much damage. How much damage? Four. Four, okay. Let me just do that. Alright. Uh, for his last action, the ace is going to fly further up as a strafe. And you automatically deal three kinetic damage to one character below or adjacent to the path taken. Real quick before he moves. How close was he to me? Three hexes up. I can overwatch him. My Annihilator has a significant threat range. It does, yes. I think I'm going to do that. So Fair enough. I'll, uh, I'll take two more heat. No, 
Pod half. I will untick Overwatch. You are prone at the moment. Oh, what does that mean? I believe that means uh, you have one difficulty on this roll. Attacks against prone targets receive plus one accuracy. Additionally, prone characters are slowed and count as moving in difficult terrain. Characters can remove prone by standing up instead of taking their standard move unless they're mobilized. No, it's uh, bonuses to hit me, not difficulty to hit. Okay. However, if he is within three of me, that uh, that gives me an accuracy die because I'm attacking with a CQB weapon. <laughs> So let's, uh, let's see if I can actually deal some damage this time. 16 to hit. 16 hits. Absolutely. I have a barrel roll no more. Three damage. All right. No armor on this guy. However, Strafe does not have an attack roll. So, Johnny, you take three damage. Oh, that's kind of neat. Fools only put him closer to your sword. It's true. He is very close. He is very close to the sword. Yep. He is slightly away from adjacent, I think. Is uh, I figure, yeah, you can probably just smack him from where you are, but... Well, let me shut up. It's a PC turn. Yeah, you can go ahead. I know how much you want to smack this guy, so you can go ahead. All right. As soon as I've got a spare battery, let's just go ahead and spend that. So I am invoking my core systems. So now every move and boost is teleportation. All right. And uh, let me just confirm once again. Do you want to spend your core point? You gave me an extra battery, so this costs me nothing. Well, it costs you the extra battery. Well, yeah, but there's always the opportunity to get more extra batteries. Yeah, between missions. Yeah. But, uh, so confirmed. Yeah, I spend in it. So, let's see how much. So, Captive 3 is taking that much off the bar. It's one away. I feel like. Yeah, let's just. Let's just twat him with my, um. With my exploding sword. Because. It's accurate anyway. It's got plus one accuracy. Fair enough. Um, so this would be the use of skirmish. So, uh, and I think this is now set up properly. So a twelve just hits. Excellent. I believe that's. That looks like eleven damage. Yeah, two d six plus one. Uh, and I didn't roll any ones, that's fine. Yeah, 11 damage to this so-called ace. It's explosive damage because I struck grenades to the end of this. All right, let's see here. All right, that doesn't look good, but you blew through one health bar. All right, it is. Which means I do have to roll a d6. All right, ace rolled a five. Let me check reference. Structure damage, glancing blow. The mech is impaired, but nothing worse than that. Now I need to figure out what I'm allowed to I can't use skirmish again. Well, you can upgrade to barrage and use a different weapon to attack. No, because they have to be mounted on the same mount. Do they? I'm pretty sure from reading the rules 
you're thinking about the auxiliary attack. Barrage will let you attack with two different weapons, and in fact, they can't be on the same mount. Yeah, I believe with auxiliary weapons, they, they allow you to attack twice with a skirmish. Okay, sweet. In that case, then I pull out two fold knives, and they are also accurate. And you know what, Robin? Let's do that first. That's two more uh, kinetic damage. And then for my third attack, not only does that happen, but once per round, the Morning Cloak may de deal 1d6 bonus damage on hit with a melee weapon if there's no nothing adjacent to me or it. Just it, looks like. Or if I'm the only character adjacent to the target. So I think, I I'm not quite sure why it's repeated that twice, but that's an extra two. Well, essentially it's saying that uh, either the target is completely not surrounded by any allies or just you is next to that target. Which makes sense if it's for a melee attack. Alright, so that is a total of six damage from all the stabbing knives. And uh, just, you, you see this sort wait, of... Wait, the fold knife was a crit, so you should re-roll the uh, d2. Or the D3 to see if he gets one extra damage. Oh yeah, that's right. The 20 is a critical hit. Uh, so I'm rolling? Just roll a D3 and see if you get a 3. Okay, nope. I did Okay. No. Well, it was... It was worth the extra... See if you got the extra damage. No, nah, fair enough. You, you, you do get the free movement, though, also. I'm exactly where I want to be. Well, maybe not, because 6 damage is all the ace had left. I teleport one space backwards. No, actually... Teleport right here and say nothing personnel, kid. And then it explodes. Yeah, <laughs> so I, actually, I still have all my movements, so I just teleport... Uh, let's do that two, and then one, two, three, four, five, six. So I just appear there. Well, I, I appear there briefly as the thing starts to explode, then I appear there. Johnny does some sick anime shit. And I sheathe my knives and sword at at the same time he properly explodes. Ow. Alright, so basically what happens is uh, Johnny pulls out a giant sword with one hand, smashes the ace, uh, tearing into one of the wings. And uh, as it's staggering, the other arm just sort of splits in two each one holding a knife and all of you who see this just swear you, you see one stabs in another stabs in and then suddenly Johnny's on the other side of the mech stabbing a third time somehow just this sort of holographic after image dealing extra damage and uh, tearing into the engine before suddenly vanishing from that spot and appearing unexpectedly in front of Dalton. Oh, wait, were we supposed to be capturing these robots? Here's the thing. I thought ahead. No, I didn't. <laughs> we know. Question. Does the pilot have enough time to get out of the mech before it blows up? Let's find out. Five. That's good. So the pilot's dead. That's good for the pilot. Oh. Oh. So, 
mech explodes, but the ejector seat works perfectly well, shoots up into the sky. Your sensors will watch where it lands. But for now, the pilot of the ace is out of the fight. Cool. And incidentally, you hear that uh, growly voice who spoke earlier say again, Pheasants! Keep telling you not to run ahead like that. Wait, his name was Pheasant. I say over open comms. Call sign, but yes. I'm glad that he's dead. Roasted. He couldn't have picked a more threatening bird or been a better pilot. Clearly not. I'm pretty sure, like, number one rule of flight school is don't fly into the giant mech that has knives. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get close to anything that can... If you get into stabbing range, you have failed as a pilot. (laughs) I turned his airspace into a shredder. Well, incidentally, actually the very first rule of flight club... (laughs) Or flight school... (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to make a joke with that I'm trying to make a joke. I just almost the made the wrong joke. one. <laughs> first cov- first rule about flight club is ignore the fact that I said flight club. First rule about flight school is you never get to pick your own call sign. That's what I was trying to say. My own flight club? I kind of want to say flight club now. Just like if we could somehow... <laughs> All right, like, the only good use of AI I can think of is if we could just, like, take Fight Club and Top Gun and just mash them into one movie. (laughs) But it's, like, you talk about it like you talk about Glee Club. All right, so the NPCs are going now. Yes. I don't know what the twist of that would be. Wait, did I get a turn? That he was also Goose and that he actually died then? Or was this just him? PC just had a turn, so now it's NPC turn. All right. And Flight Gun Maverick would be just like him, just like his dying hallucinations. Alright. Line of sight and sensors is that. Alright. Goliath is going to trundle his way over towards the log bridge. Trundle is such a good word. Still 13 away. Such a descriptive word. I like words like that. He boosted to move six hexes. <laughs> okay. Extreme That's... trundling. Goliath's in my range. <laughs> yeah, but it it's not your turn. Soon. So, like, I, I, I just appreciate words that describe particular types of motion like that, like saunter and trot. Doesn't look like he's got anything else that can do anything at this range, so he's going to stick where he is now. PC turn. Two more to go. I think I will go next. If that is, if that's alright with uh, with Claire. Uh, yeah, go for it. Alright. As my first quick action, I'm going to activate Mimic Mesh. I choose an ally character within sensors. So uh, I'm going to choose coin flip there. As a reaction, if a hostile action is taken towards them, I just get to move three spaces towards them. Terrifying. 
Yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I just get to move. The, the movement interrupts and resolves before the triggering action, ignores engagement, and doesn't provoke reactions. Also, there is no limit to how many times this can trigger in a round. Yeah, and I do two reactions a turn. Just show of hands, how many of you motherfuckers are capable of teleporting? <laughs> Who's raising their hands? Come on. It's just me. I am. I, I, technically, this is a, tel- a short-range teleport, so... Um, I can teleport if I'm attached to... <laughs> if I'm attached to him? <laughs> You're... You are I mean, not attached. Attached so, to me, right. you'll be teleporting all across all right. the map. Um... And then... I guess I will just... It's not actually a teleport. It's only a teleport if it specifies. You are literally just changing your position in space. I think of it more as like using those disturbing hands to go like some sort of like horror movie doll. Me, I am very literally using the power of a singularity to to teleport. It's quite disturbing to experience. Do I have anything that can yeah, Morning Cloak is just straight up teleporting though. Uh, Bobbin, if you could do me a favor and find a uh, thing that you can use as a sentinel drone, because I'm going to deploy one right there. Um, that is another quick action I can do, is deploy sentinel drone. Um, it can be deployed to any free space within sensors and line of sight, where it establishes a burst to security perimeter. Hostile characters within the affected area take three kinetic damage from the drone's automatic fire before making any attack. So I'm basically giving, uh, I'm basically giving Johnny some cover here. All right, I've given you control over the token. Place it where you will. Yep, there we go. I'm just gonna put it right there. It has uh, five hit points, ten evasion, and ten e defense. Ten hit points. Yes. No, five hit points. It's a uh, ten evasion and e defense. So, I am done. Alright. NPC turn. Hive is going to move. Hive speed is 5, so that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Sensor range is 10. Hive is going to move to the other side of the Goliath. Size don't really matter with the Goliath. He provides hard cover to any adjacent ally. And let's see here. Alright. Gonna spend his other quick action to activate a razor swarm. Don't like the sound of that. Oh, it's actually really nice. Uh, you're gonna be completely hairless, head to toe. Okay, what if I already? It is going to itch like hell the next day, but you will be smooth like a dolphin. The agent moves like a dolphin in the water. Last one, razor swarm, in a free area within sensors. As for what it does, well, you're gonna have to jump in and find out. Is, is it like a man hack? I will say you are seeing a lot of buzzsaws attached to these drones. Doesn't it automatically just take three kinetic damage? Because it's within my drone's burst? No, you're, the sentry drone adds to an ally's attack. No, it's a sentinel drone. Oh, are, sentinel you, ta- dr- are Sen- you talking about hitting the swarm? Yeah. Swarm has no hit points. Oh, okay. It just is. Just is. Got it. PC turn. Mario, we're down to you. All right. I would like to move. Um, what is my movement? One moment. Wait, where are you attached? I am not. 
Okay. I decided not to. Yes, we have determined it costs more than it's worth at this moment. Yeah. What speed five? Okay. I'd like to do an E attack on Big Boy. That's right. Your sensors are fucking twenty. Yep. <laughs> yep. I got um, E defense listed here. Shit! I, it's too late. Your your turn has started. I was going to do leadership dice. Oh well. Well, it might be a bit overkill in this case. Also, has anyone consumed an a lock on yet? No one has created a lock on yet. Okay. Okay, so, uh, first of all, how fast is this river moving? Fast enough that your mech in particular would have trouble keeping its feet, and it is absolutely difficult terrain to wade through for any of the mechs, except maybe the Goliath. Okay. What's your thought? No, I'm, I'm keeping with it. All right, a tech attack hits the Goliath's E-defense. What exactly are you trying to do? I would like to eject its power cores, making it be, uh, become jammed until the end of their next turn. Characters adjacent to my target take two lightning? Energy. Two energy damage. That's uh, This can only be used once per scene. Alright, so you have jammed the Goliath, and the Hive will take two damage? Yes. So, performed. Cool. Its energy cores have been ejected. Yep, and basically it needs to stabilize if it wants to fire a weapon. I believe that's what jammed means. That's good. We don't want it to fire its weapon. No, it looks like it has a very big weapon that would do a lot of damage. Indeed. Indeed. Oh, uh, jammed characters cannot use comms to talk to other characters, make attacks other than improvised attack, grapple, and ram or take reactions, or take or benefit from tech actions. <laughs> Dang. Seems bad. Yeah. It does. It does seem bad. I'm really good at my job. Then there's a reason that's a once per scene action, I believe. Yes. So, uh, please alpha strike it. <laughs> Alright. Now it is time for the operators. Smooth up. All right, let me just double check here. Okay, first operator is going to spend a quick action to teleport. They must have raised their hands when they when we asked who could teleport. We just couldn't see it because they were in their marks. Why are they stealing my gimmick? Cool, neat. Teleporting kicks ass. All right, and yeah, teleports 26 hexes to the uh, northwest of your characters. Excuse me, 26? Yes. Okay, just wanted to make sure I heard correctly. You did. That is probably just like a once, like, probably can't use that too often. I hope so! Actually, a rechargeability. Yeah, but the last guy who has a rechargeability failed to recharge it, so... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, and past results are definitely indicative of future patterns. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> That's how statistics works. These slots are hot. I can't possibly lose. <laughs> Never take Johnny Gambling. I flipped the coin and it came up heads. That means the next time's going to be tails. Never take Johnny Gambling. Yeah, this guy sees the sniper in the back 
who has uh, firmly ground himself into the rock. He's going to counter snipe the sniper. Cool. All right, so that is. I probably should have turned on my my infiltrator thing. Fucking worst thing is that I was debating between you and Cat on my sensor thing, and I chose Cat instead. And he rolls at 22. Yeah, that'll do it. Mm. Seven energy damage. The energy damage. I don't know how that works. Unless uh, your mech has some sort of special resistance, it's just, just take it. Oh, okay. Sometimes mechs react differently to different types of damage, but unless otherwise specified, it's just the number. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yay. All right. I am definitely just going to immediately turn around and try and kill that guy instantly. Other operator is going to stay on the ground, going to boost to get up to the Goliath and get its uh, cover bonus. That's the word. And he is going to uh, attack the Morning Cloak. Why? Because he cut a plane in half. Yeah. Again. This is what nature planned. What's your defense? Evasion. 14. Are you sure it's 14? I'm definitely sure it's 14. I can screenshot the comp con. No need. I've got my own copy. But uh, in that case, he misses. 100% 14. <laughs> this thing's gimmick, it's fast. I really don't know why. I was a bit about to be like, wait, you have the same agility score. How are you two more? And then it's like, oh yeah, base stats for your mech. Yeah. Speaking of stats, it's the PC turn now. Does anyone mind if I... No, I'm going to shoot that motherfucker who just hit me. Okay, you you go for it then. You, yeah, you... do it. Do it, do it. Yes, King Slay. I could shunt anyone into the river. If you don't kill him, I will. Yeah. I'm definitely going next. So, first off, I activate Crack Shot which steadies my aim, so I get plus one accuracy on all attacks I make with rifles. So now I have a plus two accuracy because I get plus one just by being Death's Head. And I'm going to use my shiny new gun. Actually, hold on, I have plus three accuracy because my new Vulture DMR is my new main gun, replacing the shotgun, and it has the tags Accurate, Overkill, uh, heat one. It has 15 range and it's what it does 1d6 plus one damage. And that dude is super in range of me. Yep, 12. So let me think. Let me fire this up. Accuracy of plus three. I am super tempted to go for the fuck you move, but I just. I got added difficulty to give myself bonus damage, but that's only on a critical hit. I keep forgetting my fucking leadership thing. Oh, well. Keep in mind that difficulty cancel out accuracy one for one. Yeah, I have plus three accuracy. I really want to hurt this man, but I'm also feeling spiteful. Hmm. I'm going to take, I'm going to add the difficulty 
Can I add it? I don't know if I can add it. Okay, so I just put it as too difficulty. Too yeah, just put it as too difficulty. Yeah. yeah. Too accurate. Uh, too accurate. Yeah. Difficulty. Yeah. Different. Uh, different accurate. Completely cancel each other out. You don't roll them separately. Add or subtract how many you get in, on either so side. Sure. I think I have done this correctly. I think I've set this up in the roll twenties that it will work. So let me press the button. Eleven hits. Well, actually, just, 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 because uh, I want to, I could technically get a worse roll, but uh, my second frame trait, in addition to getting plus one accuracy on all range attack rolls, is I may re re I may re-roll my first range attack each round, but I have to keep the second result. So that's a hit, but let's see, what did I roll? I rolled a five. <laughs> There's not a lot of numbers worse than five on that dice. I'm going to roll again. I mean, my luck is terrible, but whatever. Eh, 16. Your damage is considerably better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, damage and attack rolls are separate, though. Oh. So we're just going to have to keep that two, then. Well, here's the thing. Uh, the overkill tag, and I... Overkill means that you have to reroll that one and take heat. Yeah, take one heat and re-roll the one from your original We can damage. use this re-roll here. Yep. So I will take two heat instead of one. And that's a six. All right, six damage. Oh, yeah, we could just use the second damage roll since it's right there. Yep. Mm. All right, don't forget to mark your heat. I marked my heat. Uh, oh, on the roll 20, right. Please and thank you. Got to switch off. Uh, out of six I don't have to reload this one <laughs> yeah but you can't fire it again this round so what else are you going to do got another gun with uh, with good range on it I mean yes but I have to reload that one but I don't want to use it just yet I mean I could just make this dude disappear uh, that guy's not in range yet though that guy is in range for me. Okay. All of them. Literally everybody is in within range of me, except for the dude who's very far away. Yeah. All right. I would like to not be next to the swarm next round, though. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm not. I'm not saying I gotta jump on this. I'm saying, if somebody needs to be hit, I could hit literally anybody right now. I'll eat a turn to reload and just fucking go after that guy with my big gun. Wax his ass. And I'm not uh, specifically calling my shot on this one, so my accuracy is back up to three. I guess if you can't do the invisibility thing, why not use the fact that Colin's character is hardcover? Because he can't move. It may not matter in a second. Never mind. Ooh. Yeah, he's uh, he's gonna go away now. This <laughs> uh, ten damage, no armor, sound. Uh, go ahead and roll with d six and see if you can just destroy him even more. No, that's that's max. No, it's not. No, he's rolled max damage. Well, no. On one die out of two. Yeah. Oh yeah, one of those is. They're both d sixes. My bad. Never mind. All right, but uh, I mean, if you think you could score better than a than a 10. I know, I'll take the 10, honestly. Yeah, well, with a critical hit, you choose. 
Oh, okay. So I roll a d6? Yeah, just roll d6, see if you get higher than a 4. Okay. That was nope. not higher than a 4. <laughs> that was, in fact, much lower than a 4. Whatever, 10. 10 damage. 10 kinetic damage. No whammies. Well, big whammy, actually. For him. Yes. As a matter of fact, you hit the the mech so hard that... Um, actually, you don't really see the impact because he kind of teleports out but also kind of explodes simultaneously. It's this big eruption of energy, and there is no trace of the mech or its pilot. Fucking rip. Well, so much for capturing that one. He died in the space between spaces. We'll mop him up, I guess. But you do hear a new voice coming over the open comms going, Tweedledum! No! <laughs> Dang. Whoever gave them these call signs must have really hated them. Alright. Goliath is going to step forward three spaces and spend a full round action to uh, clear jammed. Oh, you poor dumb bastard. <laughs> Technically, the action name is Stabilize, for those following along at home. I'm at home. PC turn. <laughs> I'm in your home, too. Namtab is very horny to deal with this swarm. Oh, okay. Well, Namtab has moved. I've, I've moved and boosted to get there. Well, you see, it's me teleport, and the swarm does not get a reaction, so fuck you, Bobbin. Yep, I'm just uh, making sure that there is a... 10 hex movement that goes around the swarm. I could go through it. It's teleportation. Yeah, that's also true. It is literally my power. I do not have to worry about the swarm. It does not get a reaction. Wait, before you go, I... Because you went before you said that you were taking your turn. I feel like I am allowed to do this. I just say, go fuck him up, Johnny. And you get a, you get a leadership dice. Okay. You can either use that to get a boost on the um, an accuracy excuse me you can use that to either get an accuracy on the big guy or you can deal an extra 1d6 damage let's see what, okay so that sounds good uh, my next thing is barrage so the barrage is with uh, I mean technically these are shaped charges so it doesn't matter if I use them next to him but it's funnier if I sort of fire them on the way so Vladia rockets. <laughs> 20. Oh boy. They are. Ac uh, I guess I need to re roll the dice. Yeah, and then add another d6 if you want uh, to deal more damage. Roll 1d3. So let's, hey. keep that. let's keep that free and then let's add that 6. Less effective. Okay, an extra 2. Yeah. Hey, extra 2 is extra 2. Extra 2, yeah. Uh, and then uh, also. It's the big guy is it's on the same mount and it's it's the charge blade. That should not be with an accuracy dice. That's that's an eighteen to hit then. No, sorry, fifteen. Fifteen to hit. Yeah, so does fifteen hit Bobby. The big guy just about everything hits. Okay, and because it's a melee evasion is six. Oh, <laughs> Incidentally, your rocket looks like it has blast radius one, so you could also get the hive. Okay, let's do that. 
but you, you just need to roll separately for each target. Let me finish resolving the charge blade first because I've got the roll type. So charge blade is four, and then because of my effect, it's five. Another one, five, yeah. All right, and the other one Ten is... Ten damage in total between the two attacks. Also five, yeah. So what am I... Do I get to roll... I don't think I get to re-roll the... Roll another d20 for your rocket to see if you hit the, uh, the yellow guy. The yellow guy. No, I thought you roll everything somewhere. again to hit the the hive. Okay. Uh, well. Uh, well. Roll that. Re-roll that d3. <laughs> That's one against the hive. I still think you get the d6 because it's two one attack. It doesn't say to one target. DM. Yeah. Okay. Six against the hive. Ten against the big guy. Pretty nice. I am very present. <laughs> you are extremely within range. I am range. I am where I want to be. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Johnny knows where he is because he knows where he isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot the hive has too difficulty to hit. The front fell off. Because the Goliath is giving him <laughs> hard cover. I mean, I did literally get a 24, so I don't think that matters. It does, yeah. because your base roll is an 18, and you're actually rolling okay, minus I'll 26. Okay, I will re-roll everything again. No, just re roll 2d6 and subtract Yeah, the this is just number. the one against the hive. All right, so 18 becomes 12. Yeah, 18 minus 6 is 12 to hit the hive. Do I hit the hive? Which still hits the hive. Okay. 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 Is that everything? That's all I can do. I've moved, boosted, and twatted. Fair enough. NPC turn. Uh, Goliath is moved. So at this point, hive's going to act. All right. At the start of the hive's turn, they move all razor swarms up to two spaces in any direction, including into spaces occupied by other characters. Okay, well, uh, how much damage do the swarms do to my sense, my thing? It happens on your turn. Ah, okay. Ah, snap on Moss entry. If Colin never takes his turn, then nothing happens. <laughs> Does not recharge the Razor Swarm, sadly. So instead, I'm going to use Hunter Killer Nexus on the Morning Cloak. Killer Nexus surely is a good thing for Namtab. Oh no. What about actually. What's that against? It's smart, so this is against E defense. Okay, my E defense is six. Oh dear. <laughs> that was a 15, so I think it hits. Just about, yeah. Uh, I think All right. it's a little Just bit. got me. Just, it just got me. Just a little bit. The tip just got me there. It deals three burn damage. Which means you take three damage now, and three damage at the end of your turn, each turn you have, until you are able to clear the burn. Okay, now, Johnny, I know he said burn, because I'm only saying this because we are next to a literal river, it's not actually burning. Actually, it is. Oh, never mind, jump in that river. 
Now that that being said, it this is sort of electronic fire, so just water's not going to be helpful. Oh, cool! It's an electricity fire. Awesome. And we'll save you this time. But uh, I got plenty of stress to take. It's fine. Yeah, mechs have built-in burn suppressors. The only question is whether they're going to work. I got stress. I got structure. What more do you would need from me? All right, and let's see here. Do you have an E defense? Yeah, six of it. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. So the other thing it's going to do is a drone barrage. Also against Johnny. Sorry, Claire. How's your how's your evasion? Uh, eight. Yeah, eat shit. Mine's fourteen. It's better than your E defense. Uh, he rolled a seven, but that's against your E defense again. Why are you fucking attacking my E defense? Because <laughs> that's what the hive does. You called him out as a mage, and you were right. Yeah, the dude named Spooky does tech attacks a lot. Who would have fucking thought? <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna fucking devour you. So yes, uh, the drone barrage. Basically, Hive points its arms. The little hands pop off, and a bunch of tiny little drones. Uh, swarm out and start covering Johnny's mech head to toe, tearing little bits off of it and completely obscuring your uh, sensors, preventing you from oh, moving. Wait, wait, sorry, or Bob, I, took, I took damage. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I took damage before. Let me just uh, what? Fucking teleport directly <laughs> into the water. Yeah, sure. I can't move. I teleport one before that went, before that second thing happens. Okay. He still has enough range to hit oh, you. Oh, absolutely. Right. And on a success, the target chooses one. Either they become immobilized and impaired until the end of their next turn, or they immediately move up to five spaces in a direction chosen by the hive. Seems bad. Do you want to not be allowed to move, or do you want to be teleported directly into the river? And it's up to Bobbin, but all my movement is still teleport. No, wait, that's just standard movement or boost. Yeah, this is forced movement. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm using the word teleport as a joke, but you will definitely be thrown directly into the water if you choose that one. And it's up to Bobbin, this is character. No, no you, you choose... choose which one you want. You choose which effect if you choose the, the effect of being moved, he chooses where you are moved to. Move me! Okay. We accidentally play Dungeons and Dragons. The drones uh, pick you up and drop you off next to the operator. Johnny's gonna die. I've got I've got four structure. You do. Okay. And I'm literally an engineer. This 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 will not set me back. That mm, I don't know about that one, Chief. I don't know. This seems like a practical problem. I mean, I'm just saying, like, we're fighting uh, teleporting guys. Uh, there's a mage who, class, who cast Blade Wall there. Are, are we sure we didn't play DNT by accident? <laughs> Look, I'm pretty sure if I've run out of hit points, I've all structure. Otherwise, if not, then I've completely forgotten how this game works. No, you're correct, but bad things happen when you roll structure. Yeah, but I get full repair, so. Can y'all proc some, uh, some lock ons? It is a PC's turn.
Okay, uh, who's going in the river? Okay, so about that, I said a thing in chat. I know you are chomping at the bit to throw a dude in the water. Yeah. I, I don't know if you can? Uh, I can move someone up to, well, okay, max, their max movement. Throw me in the river. <laughs> I'm on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the reason why I'm bringing this up is that I can potentially hit both the big guy and Spooky ah. with large burn numbers. Yeah. Um. My suggestion, like that, you don't you don't have to follow me on this. Um. If you can get within range of this dude right here, you can force him into um into being adjacent with this guy. Like right around like here and that'll set up uh dalton real well could do hmm that's just so, my suggestion though like i there would be an npc round in between that and he has this one has not moved true that one hasn't moved if i put him in the river it would be very funny it would be but hold on we can still move a guy in the river and into the river and have him be adjacent to the big guy because his turn, he's already moved so he wouldn't get to go again. We can move the mage into the river, either here or here. Now, I am curious. It, it says, puppet system, your target moves its maximum speed. So it's not up to their maximum speed. It's their oh. maximum speed. Oh, mm. okay. I have a question. I mm. actually have two questions. Mm -hmm. So uh, one uh, is for Claire. Hi. Does that uh, puppet thing specify that it has to be a mech? Uh, anything I can target with E-Defense. Okay. Second question. Does the Razor Storm have a movement speed? Anything I can invade. The Razor Swarm does not qualify as a creature. Okay. Or wait, actually, hang on. Actually, it does have the drone tag. <clears throat> Drones usually do have stats. But it does also specify that Razor Swarms persist for the rest of the scene or until the hive is destroyed, which I think overrides the drone defense. No, because my drone says deploy drones persist for us to scene until destroyed or otherwise specified. I think that's just a thing to say that they just last. I'm not proposing destroy it. I'm proposing give it back. <laughs> Alright, uh, I will say that the drones do not have a speed of their own. They can only move because the hive has a special ability that lets it spend or lets it move them on its turn. Okay. Never mind. But... Alright, well, I was just it was just an idea. Yeah. So here's the trick. The the big guy's already gone. The mage has already gone. So right now they're in a good position for me. If I hit them now, I can hit them. And there's they'll still be in a good spot for Claire to throw them into the water next turn, one or the other. If one of them moves now, I lose the potential to hit them both next turn, because they're probably not going to remove to be re-adjacent to each other. Sounds like the order operations would be to let you go, then to let uh, Arya go. Sounds reasonable to me. Claire, are you good to go next after me? 
Sure. All right. All right, before you go, I say... Do whatever you think you're going to do really well. Up and down, coin flip, we got mechs to destroy. So that's a leadership dice. First things first, activate overclock protocol. I am exposed. Actually, even before that happened, Deepwell Heatsink activates. When you start your turn in the danger zone, which I am, you gain resistance to heat until the end of turn. Persists for the entire turn, even if I leave it. Uh, next move is I will spend my movement to stand from prone. Don't actually need to move at this point, but I'm doing it anyways just in case. Uh, next thing, because I'm exposed, Limit Break activates. My ranged and melee attacks do three more energy damage on hit. All kinetic and explosive damage becomes energy. All ranged weapons gain five range, and all melee damage gain, all melee weapons gain one threat. Also, uh, because I'm in the danger zone, Plasma Sheath is online. All bonus energy damage becomes burn. So, because Limit Break is online, my Annihilator has a range of 15. DM, am I within 15 of this hex right here? Accounting for altitude differences. Accounting for altitude differences? That is exactly 15. Bitchin, I'm going to attack that hex. <laughs> Sounds fair to me. Do I have to pick what I do with the leadership die now? I think if you have, if you want to use the accuracy, you have to pick now. I believe the restriction is that you have to spend it before you roll the appropriate dice. Yeah. So if you want to use it as an as the accuracy, then you have to use that as the accuracy now. You said his evasion is like eight or something, right? Six. Okay. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll take that <laughs> chance. I will say that uh, if you declare damage and miss, because damage should technically be rolled afterwards, I'll let you keep the leadership die if that happens. Okay. Yeah, I I think it's I think I'm gonna spend it on damage. Yeah, that seems fair. So, let's roll the Annihilator. How about a crit? <laughs> yeah, fuck him up. First of all, I'm gonna... I'm gonna tick my heat up to six. And I'm gonna re-roll that... Bitchin', that's a three. Okay. Bitchin'. Okay. So that's... Three damage. Uh, which is actually six because of limit break. Uh, plus the other two, so that's eight damage. Except it's actually three plus... It's three energy damage plus five burn. Oh, uh, worth noting, Inspiring Presence says that the plus 1d6 is bonus damage. Yes. From the leadership die. Oh, right, I haven't rolled that yet. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them up, so great. Okay, a two. So we're looking at three energy damage, uh, two, four, seven burn. Obliterate those guys, those guys, those guys. So that's ten damage in total? 
Yes, seven of which are burn to the big guy. All right. And then, because the hex that I attacked is within burst one of the swarm, I'm going to make another annihilator attack. Uh, no bonus damage to this one. It's just going to be base. Also, by the way, uh, Annihilator has armor piercing. I don't remember if the big guy has any. I would think he does, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, let's see if we can... Yeah, a 15 will... It's just one, but... It's the hive. One is one. One damage to the hive. Oh, wait, is the plus two bonus damage? Let me check the Annihilator. It's 1d3 plus 2 for the damage. Is the plus 2 bonus damage? The plus 2 is base damage. Okay. So then correcting. Yeah, bonus damage is damage added from a different source. Like some of the other things Togawa does. Okay. So only 5 of the damage to the big guy is burn. But that is 3 damage armor piercing to Spooky. Yep. Didn't really have armor anyway. Cool, cool. What does resistance do, by the way? It's an okay game series on the PlayStation. <laughs> Half damage. Oh, cool. So I only took one heat from that, so I'm actually at five rather than eight. Or five rather than six. And I've still got a quick action. I think I'm going to actually boost and back off I will uh, get up next to the dude what gives me hardcover yeah alright keep in mind that you moved three hexes but that is four movement because you climbed up the rocks understood and that's it for me that's two quick actions and all of my movement to stand up so I'm done all right. Final NPC turn. It's going to be the operator. I'll move uh, I'll move two more with Lockbreaker and be like fully behind Elias. So Tweedledee. Yeah. Uh, plus two attack bonus and plus two accuracy. Going to aim for jo poor Johnny here. Why does this keep happening every time I rush in? <laughs> Well, on the plus side, it doesn't look like they got it, so. Well, hang on. I think the last number didn't quite go through. Okay. Yeah, so that is a 10 to hit, which does not hit Johnny. And let's see, speed. All right. So, actually, very similar to Johnny. The operator poofs over here and then poofs over here which is a position that gives him line of sight to the rocks, but also hard cover. All right, and that was attack and boost and movement. So PC turn. Poof him into the knives. Uh, it sounds like that is Arya's turn to move someone into the water. Yeah, hell yeah, fuck yeah. Wizard boy. Boy wizard. I'm making attack attack. All right, let me just double check here. Nope. Uh, right, that hits E-Defense. I move him his maximum speed into the water. Okay, that is one, two, three, four, and 
continued movement is difficult terrain, so that's as far as he gets. Cool, he's in the water. Yep. I'm uh, I'm not moving. I'm uh, I'm perfectly happy where I am. It's about uh, waist deep on this uh, mech. Hmm. You could spend another quick action to put lock on on. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna put lock on on. All right, you put lock on on. There is no attack roll. What? There is no attack roll. It just happens. Yeah. Cool. If uh, if you consume lock on, uh, I get it on automatic three damage against that mech. I don't know if I'm in range with the altitude because I have a mortar. The mortar is fifteen. So that that is literally the range. You drew a line that was fourteen. I didn't know I was only one above. Him. Okay. All right. So yeah. Um. Or actually, also... no. You you are two levels above. But considering this is a mortar. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I, I would say that the height it height would work more as an advantage than a disadvantage. Okay. Let's see. I can get the mortar there. And it's a burst one, so I also would get the big guy. Ooh. All right. So let's do that. Let's actually attack with my, uh, my okay, giant robot. We are robot. supposed to be not killing one of these guys, and, unless I'm mistaken. We didn't kill one of them. We're, we're, we're good. The first one we got did not die. Okay. If you guys meant, oh, you have killed one on your own without me. Yeah, I wasted a dude. <laughs> I made him not exist. By the way, uh, since it is your turret. Yes. Your turret takes two burn. Okay. Bef if they are attacking before the attack, they take three kinetic damage. The swarm? Yeah, the swarm. Because it says, hostile characters within the affected area take three kinetic damage from the drone's automatic fire before making any attack. Oh. It doesn't It doesn't attack. Oh, okay. Well then. It, this is just something that happens by be, by starting your turn in the uh, Razor Swarm area. Okay. Uh, you said two burn? Two burn. Okay. In that case, uh... It says I can redeploy it as to a new location or recalled as a quick action. Okay, so I'll, I'll make this attack first and see how we're doing, and then I might use my uh, thing against that. All right, so uh, mortar against the the mage. Uh, that's a 10. Does that hit? As you might expect from a mage. Not very good evasion. All right, so it takes uh, six explosive damage. Plus one? Yeah, plus one, so seven explosive damage. Does that uh, does that consume lock-on? It can if you want me to. I would like it to. Okay, yeah, I consumed the lock-on then. Okay, autopod uh, is activated. It takes another three damage. That knocks it out completely. All right, uh, let me make Yay. a roll against the big guy then. Yeah, autopod, I love it. We love autopod. Uh, no. <laughs> no. What? My my uh my mortar does not hit the big guy. Oh. No. Yeah, not even the big guy. No, not even the big guy. You killed Johnny by accident. <laughs> <laughs> no, the explosion doesn't go that far. Yeah. Alright, so uh I rolled a six for structure to the uh the hive. Mm-hmm. So uh 
what you see is that uh, the mortar smashes into something essential. Basically, it lands right behind... Oh, that's right. Uh, the hive is next to the Goliath. You need to roll two more difficulty dice. Oh, okay. Wait, hold on. Hold oh, wait, on. no. Hold on. No, don't bother. Don't bother. You already got a minus five. And the nine, will it'll still hit on a nine? Yeah, it'll still hit on a nine. Okay, cool. Something to keep track of. And I'm pointing at me when I say that. <laughs> but yeah, so mortar lands behind it. For the Goliath, it hits uh, nothing but shin armor. But uh, it seems uh, that some of the shrapnel smashes into something important on the back of the hive. Because uh, all of a sudden, its legs just sort of cave in. And before it pitches forward and fully submerges into the water, you see that, uh, well, the ejection isn't quite as spectacular as it is with the flying mech, but it does just sort of, this human-sized pod just sort of leaps forward out of the mech and into the water before the rest of the hive uh, falls in. The pod then bobs to the surface and collides with the log covering the, uh, uh, that is bridging the space there. Cool. So, two survivors. Alright. It says that I can redeploy... Do do the... Do these guys go away? Oh, yeah. Hive is dead. Burns still persists, though. Yeah, um, but... I can recall it. That just gets rid of it, and I don't lose the drone. And I can just redeploy it later. Yes. All right. I believe the drone will restore its hit points automatically, no repair necessary. Correct. But only if you don't redeploy it in this combat. Right, right. And that was my turn. I didn't think I would attack this combat. I thought I was going to be pure support. Good job there, strong bad. Dips, 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 dips. No, it's my turn. Dips. I called dips on the big guy. Fine. You can have the big guy. Yeah, I will say it's quite narrow, but uh, Alan does have line of sight to the operator. He does have, uh, you said full cover though, right? Uh, hard cover. Full cover would mean no line of sight. Okay, so he's got like, that's a plus two difficulty or what is that? That's, yes, yeah, yeah. plus difficulty. Okay, that's fine. Before you go, hey, Alan, take care of that other operator, will you? You got it, boss. Hold on, I want to measure something. That's three I've used. I should save some for the next combat. So, uh, the guy I had Mark for Death kind of died. So, uh, as protocol, I'm just going to resend that. So now I can move again. Yes. Uh, I'm going to move over here which I think should also give me cover and put me just in range. Yeah, it gives you hard cover. Second, I am going to stabilize. Isn't that a protocol? Stabilize? I thought it was a, that, that's a full action, isn't it? Oh, is that right? I was thinking of the other thing you did. Yes. So the protocol is resending. I'm not sure if I even need to resend that since he just died. So it doesn't matter. I would have done it either way. So, uh, well, a yeah. protocol is free, so either way. 
Yeah, so I'm stabilizing and I'm clearing my heat. And then I'm going to uh, overcharge to get a quick action and put another heat back on the board. Ah, yeah, get yourself an extra action. And, oh, uh, also I'm reloading my gun with the stabilize too, so I, I, get the, I get the bonus of reloading my gun, which is nice. Yes, those are two different... Cooling your mech and reloading a weapon are two different things you can do with Stabilize from the two different categories. And then you overcharge to get one bonus quick action, and you are firing a weapon. Unfortunately, I can't use it after moving, but I do have my regular gun, so I'll just use that. All right, so are you going to be using the the leadership dice to for the accuracy, or are you going to be using it for damage? I would like to use it for... Let's see, my accuracy right now is zero because of the two difficulty. Uh, this 1d6, it does reasonable damage. I can't get lower than I can. The minimum I can do is two. That's overkill. Yeah, I'm trying to hit the student cover. I'd like the accuracy, I think. All right, yeah, so go ahead and just give yourself an accuracy. You don't get the extra damage, but... What is the extra damage? How much extra? Um, it's, one, it's 1d6. All right, so this one does 1d6 plus one. Uh, I mean, I'll take zero accuracy for 1d6. That does actually sound good. I might regret that as soon as I press this button. A 13 hits? Okay. Don't. Uh, just so go ahead and just roll an extra d6. What did I that doesn't Because it doesn't do it automatically, I wish. Okay, so did I roll a 6 for damage there, or what did I get? You roll the six for damage, and then go ahead and roll an extra d6 from my leadership dice. Okay. So you do eight damage. Total of eight. Sounds nice. That's nice. That's a nice amount of damage. It is. Doesn't take it out completely, but it... it lets them know, hey, I see you. Yep. <laughs> also, don't forget to set your heat up to one. Right. So I'm back up to two heat, which is why I cleared the heat. Yes. Alright, NPC turn. Goliath is going to act. And let's see here. Now, here's the question for big dudes. Do you hit the clustered group of targets over here, or do you squish the Johnny? <laughs> okay, so, uh, Goliath reaches out and grabs Johnny. <laughs> in his giant meaty fist. Steely fist. A little of both. And his giant steely Dan hands. So it is a quick action that is called Pin. A character within range 2 becomes immobilized and impaired until they either damage the Goliath, the Goliath is stunned or destroyed, or the Goliath targets another character with this effect. The Goliath is immobilized for the duration of this effect. Does okay. that work on something that can teleport? That's a pertinent question. Can I... Don't you have to be dealt damage in order to teleport? I also teleport as my move. Oh, okay. So... It would be under statuses and conditions. Impaired means you have one difficulty on all attack saves and skill checks. Immobilized means you cannot make any voluntary movements, which does cover teleportation. It's hmm. a good pin. Yeah, it's not just... you. It's not just the physical fist, it's also a medical, metaphysical fist. We win a lot in wrestling. Is this, actually, is this Brock Lesnar? Are we just fighting Brock Lesnar? 
Uh, at this point, Roman Reigns is kind of the invincible hero. But... Considering that, he is going to pull up his giant drum shotgun and fire at you. Just with his other hand. Me? Yeah. Okay. You, Johnny Knoxville. The one in his fist. Go on, do it. Do it, you coward. I would love for this to miss. <laughs> he actually misses. Unless that's like his D-defense. Nope, not E-defense this time. So, uh, yeah, basically, you, he uh, levels the shotgun at you, but it's a little too close, so you kick the barrel with your foot at just the right moment so that it fires over your shoulder instead. Everybody laughs at him, and he feels really embarrassed. As it is, it is your turn. Real quick, before then, the Goliath currently has five burn applied to it. At the end of its turn, it needs to pass an engineering check, or else take five AP damage. That's true. Uh, what's your save? Oh, save is 12. Okay. So I only get one attack. And let's see. Does not have a bonus to engineering. I'm really good at hull. I'm sorry. Take five AP damage. Okay. You burn through his first health bar. Hell yeah. I knew it. I knew this motherfucker had at least two. It's fine. The burn persists. Ooh. <laughs> and he rolled a one. Ooh. And let me just check here. I don't think any of the first structure things can destroy the mech. That's a double one. Oh, no. A, a one when you only have one health bar remaining is also bad. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Sick. Yeah, this result has different outcomes depending on how much structure your mech has remaining. One or lower, your mech is destroyed. <laughs> Got you with the dots, bitch. You, you hit melted my his sword. mech into slag. Why was I smuggling all these fireworks? I'm sorry, Johnny Five Aces, you are too slow. Actually, if you want to attack this mech, feel free. I just did. Do it again. <laughs> oh, you rolled an 11. I have another roll. I have 25 just because. An 11 also hits. <laughs> wow. Hang on. I, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Sorry. One sec. One sec. There we go. I have to re roll that one. That's uh, three, four. Alright. Seven damage. So he misses point blank with a shotgun. His robot pants fall down. Everybody sees his robot. <laughs> then he forgets about the explosives he was carrying. And those catch <laughs> on fire and explode. Then Johnny catches, like, slices him into three pieces. And his boxers then fall off and everybody sees his Robinus. <laughs> I mean, what I'd like to do, if he's exploding anyway, I'm aiming for the ejection pod. No, no, no. Here's the thing. You see, I gave this guy veteran... And I gave him one of the veteran abilities, which is Feign Death. Oh. So the fact that you attacked means that you got through that one last hit point he was pretending not to have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In that case, what happens is I see some internal explosions happen, and but he's not... He, He's kind of on one knee. He's not gone down. So 
It, it's that little moment of Evangelion with a giant mm -hmm. robot holding a little dude. Yeah, he's, he's holding me, but what happens is I manage to grab my big fuck-off sword and somehow what happens is I slice my way out of his hand and then slice straight through the cockpit, cleaving the big robot in half. We've got two survivors. Overcoms, that was unnecessary. He was already dead. Now you've just damaged something we could have used to infiltrate. Something Johnny notices is it happens after you decide to swing, but before you connect, is that the other hand goes up to try and block and is sliced. He was trying to block. He was clearly... Look, he was clearly still alive, and now he's not. I didn't see that. I will give you guys a skill roll if you want to try and see that. I mean, okay. I'm, skill are we rolling? I'm pretty sure all the robots are recording what's happening anyway, so I'll just show you the footage after what, the battle regardless. Uh, why on earth would I look at your footage? This is in the moment. I'm going to roll spot. Let me... This is a skill roll, so you choose the trigger that seems appropriate. Well, I got a six. Which is fair, I probably wasn't paying attention. Yeah, you're concentrating all of your attention on the operator. None of this shit uh, works for me, because all mine is social-based. I also get a six. I don't care to look. I'm going to believe that was fake. I'm going to believe that was unnecessary. I killed him. Yet nobody, nobody notices it, so... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Aria? Aria. Hi. Please, Claire. You want to roll to see if you want to notice that the robot was still alive? Please. Johnny killed it. Okay, so this combined with uh, things you've done previously, I don't really think I want to give you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I'm never going to watch it. Well, the others will. This is some fucking live leak shit. I'll watch it. Nah, Connor doesn't care. Aria will not watch it. I'll probably Connor with a beer, Anyway, more to the point. It's really important that everybody can see his Robocop is just out there. Nah. <laughs> I, I believe the effects end if I manage to get a successful attack. Uh, the effects of being pinned, you know, you mean? Yeah. Well, that, that dropped when he... Uh, Died. Faked his death. Yeah. So I still have a move in another half action. You do. Uh, so one, two, three, four, five, six. Teleport there, and oh, what? What do you know? I've got two fold knives that let me move further. You cannot skirmish move skirmish. Yeah, you did kind of already attack twice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, sort of annoying, but. Uh... Unlike fifth edition, they don't let you uh, divide your attacks. Trust me, if that if that was a if that was a thing that was real, I would be doing it constantly. But <laughs> I can't. All right. Attack! I can tech attack. But I don't think Barrage can do a tech attack. <laughs> no, no, he's skirmish. Well, that's actually the point: is that you can do a regular attack and a tech attack in the same round. There's no problem with that, and you can move between hey, them. Hey, shit. Here we okay. go. You roll a six. Why do you have an accuracy? But, uh, well, the question is, what do you want to do with your tech attack? Uh, it doesn't matter. I roll a three. Um, I, I'd be using terrify, <laughs> which is, um, I look horrifying and they can't move towards me, but 
I rolled a three, so I don't do that. If anything, I'm probably scared of him. All right. Oh, yeah, and the other thing to consider is that he has plus three difficulty to all tech attacks against him. Mm. So that's the zero. <laughs> so you just, like, went booga booga and then realized, oh, wait, he's got a gun. <laughs> Look, the important thing is I killed him, and I send you, I immediately send you all the footage. I delete it immediately. <laughs> the important thing is you committed yet another war crime. I did commit, regardless of whether you, regardless of whether you saw it or not, I did deliberately commit a war crime. Alan will watch the footage because he is actually interested in the distinction between war and war crime. Yeah, well, I don't think Arya is. That's a good question. I have to think about that. Demu's getting a live feed regardless. Yeah, Demu knows. Demu will protect me. Anyway. So, Operator teleports backwards twice and is going to take a pot shot at Johnny, who is in range. Oh no. 15. He hits. Oh yeah, and the other thing is that you still got that burn. Oh yeah, uh, make an engineering save. I've burned you. Uh, engineering. What's that? That is one of your core mech stats. Ah. Yeah, on the roll 20 sheet, it's under whole agility system. Okay, there you go. You still have one accuracy on there. And either way, you would have failed. Your target is a 12. Okay, minus three. I'm going to be in a structure. So yeah, you take another three damage. Okay, and how much damage do I eat from the attack? The operator deals seven energy damage. Mm, so I go down and lose one structure. Two and then five, so yeah, uh, seven remaining. I'm doing this rolling comp-con, because that says what the table is. That's a free system trauma. Uh, parts of my mech have been torn off by the damage. Roll a d6. Another d6. Mounts. All weapons on this mount are destroyed. I guess I get to pick which mount. Yeah, you do get to pick. Um, I wish it would then let me scroll. I guess I'll go flex because it doesn't really matter. I lose my fold knives. And then one, two, three. So I'm back to eight hit points. Yep. And you are up to... But I did take damage. Oh, you're down to seven hit points on your second line. You started at two. Two, and then you dealt... Oh, seven, yeah. Yeah. Fourteen minus seven is seven. And then I teleport five. All right. NPC is taking his turn. PC turn. Arya, do you have sensor range on him? If you move up to the edge of this, can you pull him in? Because... Sensor range 20. Uh, I'll still have limit break going. So if you can get him to within 15. Oh, yeah, easily. Easily, yeah. My sensor range is 20. Don't forget to account for altitude. How? You are two up. So add two. Okay, it's still 20. All right, then. That accounts for altitude, so go ahead. It's time for attack attack. Okay, add three difficulty. All right. Oh, a nine misses. You added no difficulty. Nope. I'm sorry. All right. 
Next PC. Do you have sensor range on him? No, my sensor range is weak. Shit. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill him. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing I can do, so I'm going to take my turn and just do nothing. So move on to the next PC. Can you, can you force me to move? Can I? Throw the goblin. Do you want? I could, I could hack you, and you could just let it happen. Well, you're standing right next to each other, so you could grapple and then move. Oh, yeah. Anything you can do to get me closer. If you could, like, grapple me, move, and then tech attack to move me again, I may be able to move boost skirmish. All right. Which direction do you want to go? I don't have jump jets, so I have to cross the log bridge at the bottom. Okay, so in that case, I will grab you... I, I guess I don't even need to roll since you're going to choose to fail. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're grabbed. Neither character can boost or take reactions for the duration of the grapple. The smaller character becomes immobilized, but moves when the larger party moves, mirroring their movement. One, two, three. The attacker can choose to end a grapple as a free action. Yep, so you move four, so I guess you move... Yeah, I'll, I'll move myself. All right. I'm just going to stay in the same orientation. And then is moving twice, does that require me to? That would require you to boost, which you can't do. I, I can't boost. Why can't I boost? It is specifically something that grapple does not allow. Oh, okay. All right. Um. So end the grapple to put me down. Uh, yep. And then I put you down. Hack me and move. Then me. I hack you. You you take it. You'll let me hack you. And then uh, I can move like. What is the exact... I move my max movement speed in a direction of your choice, I think? Yep, um, so down your max movement speed. All right. Bobbin, what's the farthest, uh, you know, accounting for altitude changes? My movement is six. How close can I get to the log bridge? Well, like I said, moving down is not an issue. Oh, cool. So one, two, three, four, five, six, right there. All right. That was your turn. Or, no, that was my turn. Excuse me. Now it's your turn. Right? Who hasn't gone yet? It's me. You. Okay. I was marking out my target square to get to, to get him in range. One, two, three, four, five, six. Boost. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Uh, so... Overclock lasts until the end of my next turn, so I am still overclocked, so I'm still exposed. So Limit Break and Plasma Sheath and Deepwell Heatsink are all still online. So I have 15 range on this Annihilator attack, so I can strike him. Let me make this roll. Connor, I don't suppose you have any more leadership dice he's used it for the rounds no 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 i can use it i can use it whenever i want but the thing is you um it's a permission pool yeah it's and like and i've already used half of them i want to save the other half for when we inevitably get into another combat i mean we know that these guys only have one health bar so yeah no it's i just i was hoping i could guarantee this hit 
Okay, um, I get one more, my, I am resistant to heat, so let me turn that on real quick because of deep well heat sinks. So I will be adding one heat for this attack, putting me up at six. And let's see if I can hit him. I don't think I do. Does a 10 hit? A 10 hits? Hey, yo. All right. That is four energy damage and three burn. So he's taking seven AP off the top. Once again, a shot that you think should start the process of destroying the mech instead completely annihilates it from this plane of reality, it seems. And the intense burst of plasma and fire sets part of the forest around it on fire and the very similar result that happened to the other operator makes you think that this might be a uh, flaw in the mech design and not something that your attack specifically <laughs> caused. We win! Let's go find those two idiots. Just for reference, my plan was to literally just uh, walk down here, boost, stroll across the river to here, and then shoot him. <laughs> But yours, yours was fun. I liked yours. Yours was fun. That was enjoyable to watch. I was shooting him twice as two weapons. Just imagine, like, this big wheel mech grabbing Dalton's mech, rolling a little bit, putting him down. Connor pulls up some stuff, accent, accent, just like, go for it. <laughs> and then up. that all misses, and then just Blakeson just walks across the river and shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So... Be sure and log the current hit point total and any structure damage you've taken in your comp con. Mm -hmm. okay. Because you'll have an opportunity to spend your repair. Wait, you guys have been taking damage? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, hey, you know what's funny? We have damage to take. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ari, how many people did you kill? One. One? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How many people did I kill? One. One? Uh, two. Incorrect, two. One. It was one. Nope. You only got one because the other guy is alive. Yep. <laughs> I mean, if you give me ten minutes... Nope, I've already night. grabbed him. Nope. I've already grabbed him. <laughs> That's why my neck is over here. Okay, I'm paying. I'm uh, I'm making a tech attack against uh, against Johnny's mech. <laughs> Actually, if that's how you're counting, then uh... you can't. I've already shut him down. Well, then I don't need to. Arya has also not killed anyone. She scored the finishing blow on a mech, but the pilot ejected. Mm. Mm, true. Either way, I got more. Fuck you. Hey. Fuck you. Fuck okay. you. Fuck one, you, game show. First of all, one of those is contested. Okay. You saw the footage. We're going over the footage. We're going over the footage, and we'll come back to this later. Two, I wiped a dude out in one turn. They're all psychopaths. <laughs> a little bit. Tell me about it. All right. No, that was. I didn't know that was that. That was not canon conversation. Yeah, no. <laughs> I said this in chat earlier, but if I think if we like just added all of our non-canon conversation, it's just like counted it, 
this would just be always sunny with robots. <laughs> Before I turn off my robot, I send a, a message to the house and the fake hostages. Did you like the fireworks? We didn't see shit. <laughs> yeah, they did. What are you talking about? Don't lie. That's the thing I did. Then I shut off my robot. Yeah, I, I will say that you stabilize on your next available round because that's another way to clear burn, I believe. Mm. I'm not leaving my robot until we get back to town. You will get a text response from the house. It says, uh, fantastic. Were those two supposed to explode like that? <laughs> Absolutely. Before Johnny can respond, uh, I reply with, yes, the special effects were especially good this year. So I'm basically not leaving my robot until I can do a full repair, which takes 10 hours. We should probably put that fire out. It's an electronic burn. We established that that's a real burn, too. Yes, the stabilized action does clear burn. I mean, the the forest fire that we... we, we, we you sort of lit the forest on fire a little bit. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The, the oh, two the trees that got partially immolated... I'll uh, I'll take my big fucking energy sword. I will cut the trees at the trunk, hoist them, and throw them in the river. <laughs> I guess that works. Cotton, what are we doing? For some reason, Dalton is just like the wood chopping guy. This is his home. Okay, can someone please explain to me what we're doing? Well, we have these two in custody, and we are going to learn things from them. Are you going to hurt them? Oh, you mean torture? No. No. We're just going to talk to them. We are not going to hurt them. We're just gonna talk. Simple as that. Okay, um, while you do that, can someone cover me for the next 10 hours while I fix my knives? No. Uh, just real quick. I can't believe I'm the one to come to Johnny's defense, but I am checking the footage that he sent to all of us and that I'm sure most of you deleted. And... It does look like that robot was still functional when he attacked it. Well, I'm sure it looked that way. Its core systems were melting down, likely firing electrical signals in all directions. It moved to block that second attack. I am, I don't believe I'm, I can't believe I'm siding with Johnny, but uh, it is a common veteran tactic to play dead. Uh, I think it just didn't, I don't think he expected Johnny to be that bloodthirsty, so... One other thing is that the Goliath is intact enough and not submerged in water such that uh, someone could uh, get some computer data out of what remains of the cockpit. Arya, you go ahead and start do uh, doing your thing to the Goliath there. I'm going to have what? chat with these fine pilots. What? What's, what's my thing? The hacking thing. Yeah, you get the data. Uh, get the data. Then I'll strip it for parts. Sure. I guess the uh, the ace is still partially intact up there too. And it was moving at high speed through the air, so. Okay, so it's Goliath is definitely in better shape. The ace has absolutely been. I have sliced it into many, many pieces. Yeah, basically, I just want one more skill check from one of you to get information out of the Goliath and that will play into the next session. Okay, out of the Goliath, got it. Got it. Yeah, sure, I can do it. Hack or fix will work. Hack or fix. 
How about a 23. fucking 23? Oh, you get a text file that just says, I was totally still alive. <laughs> I've made a note. I will be checking it twice. But as for right now, I think this is a good moment to close the session. We did fairly okay. Yeah, like we did. I succeeded in all my rolls. I took a single hit, and mm. I also think I succeeded at all of my rolls. I think I only took a single hit as well. I didn't succeed all my rolls, but... I did my job. I took <laughs> several hits, but that is literally what I'm here to do. Yeah. Yes. I also did my job. Yes, mm -hmm. my job, which was uh, fucking with the enemy team. Kill two robots. Lost a couple of knives, but I'll get them back as soon as I can spend ten hours on this thing. I don't know how many I killed. I know it's at least one. Oh, within roleplay, I'm absolutely just painting another two, like the uh, tally chart, another two on my robot. God. This is war, baby. It's not supposed to be pretty. Thanks for joining everyone out there in here. And... As the uh, vanguard of the revolution quickly make their escape from a confused mining mogul whose uh, cowboy hat you can see waving from uh, the living room of his house. Tuck Dimidome! Okay. You, you beat me too. <laughs> now he gets it. <laughs> the camera pans back and the credits roll. Until next time, everyone.